Allie B here. I just wanted to let you guys know before this episode starts that it is brought to you by our very first pod sponsor, Shikori Hills Grassroots Festival of Music and Dance. Uh, it's a really rad festival. It takes place twice a year in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. And the summer dates this year are May 3rd through the 6th. We'll see you there. We rolling? Are we rolling? I think we're rolling. Joints? <laughs> Spleefs? We're rolling. Shout out to the True Heads. Welcome to the 420 episode of the Nice Price Podcast. The no narcs allowed episode. No bald heads allowed. No narcs. Smoke them if you got them. Uh, Is a 420 blaze it cast? Green machine. I can't. Matt, I can't even see you through all this smoke. Man. Dabby Road is smoked out right now. Smoked out. Loked out. (laughs) Some say the dabbiest of roads. (laughs) Today it is, baby. Why is that, Matt? Because it's April 20th. The high holiday. Um... It comes but once a year. <laughs> it's the only day you're allowed to smoke pot the whole year. Just a heads up, every day comes but once a year. <laughs> it's 420 everywhere. I've had too many joints. <laughs> the that was that was my weed. <laughs> <laughs> that hey listener, that wasn't that wasn't on the that podcast. wasn't a That's fairy in your brain because you're high. That man. wasn't a twinkling fairy flying by the mic. It was Allie's pot. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you what are you doing to celebrate today, Enoch? Um. Well, as you all know, I'm a I'm a big uh, Chiba fanatic. I'm super into um, you know smoking righteous groovy joints and marijuana cigarettes and and um. So you'll be at work all day. And blunts with OG Kush in them. Is that it? That is. A I don't smoke pot. I never got into the stuff. <laughs> got nothing against it. Well, I like Miller Lite. I don't really care for pot. When did you personally. make that call? Uh, the first time I, ch- well, I didn't want to do it in the beginning ever because d- drugs scared me a lot when I was younger. And uh, and then when I had the opportunity, I tried it and did not like it and decided that it was not for me and I didn't ever want to do it. And then one other time I tried it, and you know how it, people say it makes you paranoid? Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if also it makes you paranoid and there's a friend of yours with you who's mega blazed and is so into the idea that you smoke pot that they won't stop looking at you to see what you're going to do. Oh. So not only are you paranoid, but then someone's actually staring at you the entire time. Yeah. It's fish, like a double. Fish in the bowl. It's a, it was a double whammy. A mellow harsher. Yeah. I, and it was one of the, the other thing I will say that is bad in, about me and pot is because I don't like it and don't want to, don't, I don't want to do it. Don't think I'll enjoy it. I tend to only have my, I only ease up enough to be willing to try it once I'm like way drunk. So it's all it's which is a bad scene to You're do. You're getting it. a skewed version of uh, right. what you would be like because I'm like oh I'm like already Gonzo yeah. lit. <laughs> and then, last time I smoked grass, I'll be honest with y'all, was at uh, Garrett's wedding, huh. and I did it out of I was so we were staying on this like commune, um, which we, we'll touch on later. Yeah, camp, 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 camping out. All okay, that. and uh, we we're staying in this in his backyard of the <laughs> one of the people who owned the land where the bride had grown up and where the wedding would take place. 
and he was nice enough to let us put tents in his backyard for the wedding thing, whatever. Um, and he was nice as crap. And we were that night we were there before the wedding, we were drinking and hanging out and just like talking or whatever. There was a fire and stuff. And on his porch, he then went in a huge, I felt a very lengthy description of his homegrown marijuana that he was so proud of. And he was so, like, I, I was like, okay. Like it was almost like if somebody says like, Hey, I made some, some food that you, you, you're not, you don't like that kind of food. But you're like, I'm gonna try it because like they really are so proud of it and they're obviously super into it. And like, I'll just take a bite; it'll be fine. Obviously, I wasn't into it. I was sitting around like, God, I hate this so much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was and I was also obviously like lit too already. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just want to go to bed. And so like, laid down to sleep. And then I had this terrible nightmare of this of what sounded like a freakazoid going on a, <laughs> a, a rampage, screaming at everyone in the in the camping thing. Oh, but it turns out it it was actually real that happened i was just so lit and because i had smoked pot i was like oh my god i'm imagining this or like (laughs) not imagining this i thought i was in and out of consciousness like okay i'm asleep and i'm awake but i'm asleep and i'm awake and i'm confusing my dreams what's really happening Uh but it turns out there really was there's a dude who grew up on that commune who like had a freak out and was screaming about some not insanity i can't even recall what and the next day, I was like, did that shit really happen? Rachel was like, no, no, that did. That was real. And I was like, okay. In a weird way, thank God. Yeah, you're, you're all, right, right. You keep getting surrounded by people who harsh your mellow when you get blazed. Well, the other thing is that part of it <clears throat> might be due to my appearance. Some people, not some people, nearly everyone assumes I'm into it. Um, I've, and they don't understand that, like, that's not my, like, not even close to my vibe. Most people think I'm, like, an, I wouldn't an say it's like, not annoying, close. overly talkative kind of neurotic person. And then, uh, but they they think because I have long hair that like, oh, this guy probably wants to like sit around and 420 blaze it with me. And I'm like, no, man, I'd rather actually just sit here and talk extensively about probably anything. Right. I don't know. It's. Uh, I feel like people, I got, the one time I told you I walked in the bowling alley, RIP <laughs> that bowling alley, it's now a Target. Um, but I walked in, the guy looked at me behind the counter and gave me like a, what's up? I was like, mm-hmm. do I know this guy? Like, I don't know. Well. True heads know. Whatever, went mm-hmm. to go, go bowl. And then uh, 10 seconds later, a fish song, song started playing because he had seen me, thought he recognized. You were I profiled. Thought, <laughs> I, he, I was profiled. He thought he saw another true head. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I got you, dog. You play like a live one or whatever. And I was like, dog, I don't listen to this music. <laughs> Nothing against it, but like, whatever. That's kind of cool, though. I mean, that's nice. It's a nice gesture. He thought he was trying to hook me up. Yeah, and, for sure. And, uh, yeah, like Matt was saying, it's not not close to your vibe. I think you. I'm also not very self aware, so that's a, maybe I shouldn't even be describing. You, what is my vibe? You tell me. I was just saying, when I said it, I wouldn't say it's not close. To, like there are certain elements of that lifestyle that I think you could get down with. Like certain, there are certain things that you like. Like I think that you like that pot exists, and you like knowing people who 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 smoke a lot of pot. You just don't like it. If that make like that sounds silly, but but I it makes sense in my head. I don't like smoking it, and I'm also not particularly interested in being around people who have recently smoked it. I'm not super into like sitting around with some burnout while they. Fucking, well, what about people they, who are they, actively like, smoking? They, <laughs> eyes glazed over, staring at the screen, trying to talk, play uh, whatever that fucking video game that everyone loves is now. You know what I mean? First time yeah. ever smoking the pot. pot right now. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> this is perfect. That was my first hit ever. Like, yeah, I'm, I thought I would try for the first time while being recorded. That's like a YouTuber thing. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat my first jalapeno <laughs> pepper raw. Yeah. Uh, Allie, what are your thoughts on marijuana? What is your relationship with? Yeah. Uh, don't. <coughs> oh shit. I don't have a strong one. I don't have. I'm unlike Enoch. I'm not. Uh, 
Oh, would you say you're repulsed by it? I'm not repulsed. repulsed. Uh, no, I'm not repulsed. I am. I'm grossed out by. Um, would you rather? Ooh, I have a good rip. Would you rather? Would you rather take a hit of a spliff, or spliff. or have like a little bite of like a raw onion? Onion. You would rather eat something that you think I is like, gross because I get it, and I know what's going to happen. The mystery of of the marijuana, I'm not into. Hmm. Well, and I am grossed out in general by by the. Um, like like the sketchiness that comes with it sometimes and then the um you know like you're all hanging out or doing whatever and, and like they fuck up the vibe because they like you know like oh i gotta get this guy get this and we're gonna meet him over here and we'll do this thing we'll be this thing and then like seven hours later everything you know what i'm saying who are you hanging out there's with? a certain kind of guy <laughs> that i i specifically stay away from for those kinds of reasons you know like like a kind of weed dude that i wouldn't want to associate myself with I guess so. Yeah. But that's but no, a, that's nobody that I'm friends with or like in my scene or sure. you know or in you know our scene at all. It's a different it, there's a different feeling wrapped around There's a lot of things in different social circles. Yeah. You oh. know like those kinds of guys. Yeah, weed weed is not what's making them like that, I guess. Yeah. Not to make this yeah. sound like I'm just arguing arguing f- pro pot. It's yeah, just... and I'm not con pot either. <laughs> right, but my point is that weed puts sometimes chill people in contact and also maybe you don't know maybe you're the sketchy guy to some to someone else like oh god i know no, no <laughs> way that's I'm, I'm just kidding. not true uh, like 2018 is a magic like it's a good time for that like you don't have to be around sketchy stoner dudes yeah you can even. just be around people who smoke pot we're, we're adults it's because 2018. because weed is so cool and communal and like <laughs> you know it uh, if they're you know it's it's a social thing too you know, like we're all in a, of a similar mindset. We're aligned in these certain ways. We we have weed in common. The sketchy thing I was complaining about earlier, I, I applied re- irregardless of the substance. It's when it, like a the substance becomes this sort of like overwhelming fact. Even when it's just booze and like you're all having a good time, but someone like wants to take it too far or like breaks up. You know what I'm saying? Like it just and it seems to happen with that more often because it is. Harder, it's less. You can't do it everywhere. You can't get it anywhere. So when it becomes an option, people are willing to go an extra step further to get a hold of it and do these things. That sometimes, I think, make for whack situations. Yeah. But um, it it is funny. Weed's funny, and like, <laughs> and sometimes when people do weed, it's funny too. Like yeah, I like hearing about it after it can, the, after the can... fact. Like I don't want to be around when some guy's like stoned out of his gourd and can't figure anything out. But I do want to hear afterwards when he can't remember the name of the band ZZ Top. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like I want to be, I want to be one of, one of the more, yeah, one of the more productive, like, yeah, one of the more sharp, productive people I know. Uh, by the way, if I had to make a list of people, like he's so high on the list as far as like intelligence and like um, certain abilities and talents he has that many people don't have, <laughs> and then also once so mega place he couldn't remember the name of the band ZZ Top. Oh, poor dude. <laughs> What's the name of that band? Uh, Beards, right? And they got the guitar. Matt, uh, yeah. a famous thing about weed is munchies. Uh-huh. What's your, what is your go-to uh, recipe? <laughs> <laughs> What's your well, thing I, you make when you're like, when you have the quote-unquote munchies? I don't ma- I don't necessarily make it. Um, raw eggs? No, not raw eggs. I don't, I don't cook a lot, blazed or not. Um... <laughs> Matt in the kitchen, spatula, pushing water in a pan. It, that that does <laughs> plays out of his mind. That does go away the longer you 
are the longer you have been someone who regularly smokes pot. It's not what I heard. The less you get the quote munchies. Like uh, someone I know said that he he doesn't necessarily eat more when he's high, but he can't think of a time where in the in the past like ten years where he ate not high. He's like, I know I'm about to eat dinner, so I'm going to get blazed before because it makes it more enjoyable to eat this burrito. Yeah, yeah. it it just makes things a little more things that you're going to do anyway. Might as well get a little like stone beforehand to make it better. Whether it be a movie, like errands that are annoying, otherwise, why not get a little stone beforehand? Make it a little more tolerable. A meal, it's going to make it more enjoyable. Like if you if you like it, it will do that. Yeah. If you don't like it, then it's going to make it worse, I guess. But I believe that. like grocery shopping is your vibe, right? Well, that is fun walking around the grocery store late at night when you have the whole place. It feels like you have the whole place when yourself. You the earbuds. Yeah. You <laughs> might buy an extra snack. You got any samples? But uh, I'm not stomping around. But I'm not taking a- shoes untied. I'll I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah. You have any samples? I don't even work here, dog. You got any samples? You got any cherries or anything? Like, dog, it's 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> Some poor schmucks just stocking. Hey, hey, hey you're tripping on it. Do you have any uh, goldfish with different flavors? Get out of my face. <laughs> I get escorted out. <laughs> we got a get another one. Well, I guess we all got two Blaze because none of us brought records to talk about. This is true. Let's talk about Blaze records. What's Bla- your ooh? <laughs> Let's pot. Okay, it's interesting to me because when I think of marijuana music, I don't think of the music that references marijuana the most, which is rap music. Right. I tend to think about it's more of a vibe. Right. Which I which is like imagine if there was you know what I mean? Like isn't that interesting? <laughs> isn't that interesting isn't of that me? Interesting thing I made <laughs> that no, that thing I just thought of. I feel you. I think of both at different times. There are times where I like listening to certain uh hip hop artists when riding around in a car doing that um del the funky I'm it all it all has it no I've, i don't know that i've ever listened to him stoned um but yeah it, it, it all has its place i like vibed out stuff i like party jams i think when most people think of pop music things like the dead mm-hmm. you know the almond brothers fit the jam scene i definitely got into the dead with the times when i was first starting to register what I liked about the dead, I was definitely smoking a lot of weed. And it was I, nice. like when, when certain things would be, <laughs> when certain things would be played and I, that I was hearing for the first time, like, Oh, I get it now. Like, I'm definitely like, I'm vibing out of this. I get, oh, Jerry's talking yeah. to me. No. Now. <laughs> yeah. These awful lyrics are making, Oh, the doodah man. Now I get it. Yeah. I don't get it as in, I'm, yeah. I meant like, I understood like, Oh, I, I'm a pizza I'm, here for the doodah man. I'm picking out things that I like about this music that I otherwise thought there was nothing that I liked about it. Mm. Um, and those th- those were certainly some nights that there was a lot of that going on. <laughs> Booze too, but yeah. Oh shit. And this and so yeah, I definitely feel you as far as what I want to listen to. Well, I mean, I want to listen to anything. That's the th- back to like. If you do it regularly enough. Anything. <laughs> yeah, like just listen to what you want to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, banging pots and pans. <laughs> no. Stepping on light bulbs, anything. <laughs> anything. Yeah. I think this 420 helped throw on a lot of ambient tunes because more and more, you know, like you said, just kind of doing sort of banal tasks. I've been putting on some ambient records 
and just going into this portal totally sober you know but it takes me somewhere i think this would be the next level up so there's gonna be two different 420 playlists there's matt's 420 playlist and then there's gonna be Ali's, Ali's, which is gonna be like a three song ambient (laughs) hang what are your favorite weed jams based Um, on vibe so if not lyrics well one thing i'm a my affinity for country music has been discussed a lot, and Willie Nelson is one of the more famous potheads, I believe. I would say he's on the quote Mount Rushmore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's like Cheech Chong, Snoop, <laughs> wait, Cheech and Chong get on there? Snoop and Willie Nelson. I say we, yeah, yeah. I, just Chong for me. Pass Cheech, just Chong? pass on Cheech, pass on Cheech, pass on Cheech. I guess it would look weird out of context, but just Chong. <laughs> Just Chong. <laughs> that should be a movie. This is out. fucked up. Just Chong. How you gonna pass on Cheech? Yeah, I'm I don't think you Cheech. can do that. Not into Cheech. So anyway, <laughs> Willie Nelson, big fan of. But mm-hmm. I tend to like what are stereotypical like weed jams to me are. I probably mostly go back to like the like the Almond Brothers classic rock stuff that I already like, you know. And I think of like that, and I in the Dead. I get. I'm not. A, I'm a Dead studio guy though. I don't listen to the live stuff yet. I don't think I'm into the live stuff, honestly. I listened to that one bootleg that came to the store the other day. All you heard was like, playing in the... And then like a little bit of like, bass in the background and like a kick drum every now and then. I was like, this... It sounds like a poor recording. It was a bad recording of... If that's what it sounded like. Yeah, the fidelity was awful, but like... and But to me, the fact this was like a sought after, like, oh, this is a great show. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I, I can't get into it. But the... Yeah, I think mostly of the sort of... Like the the jammy or classic rock shit in my head. Like, I don't think about, like, even though it's so explicit in, like, you know, a lot of the rap music I listen to, that to me isn't, that's more like party music as opposed to, or, like, cruising, riding music as opposed to, like, weed music in my head. For whatever reason, that may not, I mean, they talk about it constantly, but yet, in my head, I still think of, like, noodly shit. And then, of course, reggae. I was about to say, reggae, I guess, combines both a vibe that you want and lyrics. Indeed. <laughs> it's almost like it's almost used like in like music, I mean movies and shit, like when it's suddenly the weed scene happens and you hear like bong water or whatever and then you hear like the classic reggae drum intro mm-hmm. and you and it, it's bizarre now because it, it's almost like a what's the word? It's become kind of played out I think to like sort of like this. So marijuana, it's popular with music. It's popular with people that go to music concerts and also music festivals. Music concerts. Music festivals. (laughs) My favorite kind of concert. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, concert is a discussion meeting. Well, I'm going to get into the dictionary stuff. We've already talked about the dictionary enough. Um, Hey, now. So we're talking music, music concerts, as Matt calls them. 
We're talking music festivals. <laughs> Wait, hang on. What's up? We're talking music festivals. Uh, Matt's talking about pot. All those together combined into one. This is the official Shukori Hills episode of the Nice Price Podcast. Shukori Hills Grassroots Festival taking place May 3rd through 6th, right? Thursday through Sunday? That's correct. And you've heard us talk about it before, but this is the official breakdown preview episode. We got too stoned. We couldn't think of an album to talk about. So we were like, hey, if we're the... If we're the official podcast of Shikori, is that what we are? So I think actually maybe this, the only podcast of Shikori. Well, we're not the official Shikori <laughs> podcast. This episode is the is sponsored by the Shikori Hills Festival. The past couple episodes have been. That's true. So this episode is the official and the next, episode of Shikori, yeah. but we are not their official podcast. If we're the, we can say we we are we are maybe the only podcast of Shikori Hills. This is true, and we're gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna um, record from Shikori. And you'll hear all about our exploits as we're going there. And if you are going there, you should find us, and and we'll talk about Shakori. You can talk about Shakori with us. Cool. Come yeah. come by the store and give us pro tips. And the store is, of course, thirty one zero six Hillsborough Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. Two seven six zero seven. Nice price, books and records. Also, it's called um, right. <laughs> and we're gonna, but we're gonna be recording from the festival. We're probably gonna set up a little table, and maybe do one day of actual live potting. Or a little bit over all we're the gonna, days. Yeah, Just we'll see what happens. We're we'll gonna, see how it we're goes. We're gonna do Shikori up. Like we're gonna do Shikori. This went yeah. from uh. So if you don't know, <laughs> Shikori Hills is the name of like a farm sort of plot of land out in Pittsburgh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. which is just like twenty minutes or so from Chapel Hill, and out in the sticks. And they've been it's been going on for like almost twenty years. I think it's like eighteen, nineteen, twenty years or something like that. I believe so. And it's a lot of music, but it, it's it encompasses a lot of other things too. Grassroots is in the name of it, and I think that like is an easy term to just to go to when referring to overall vi- the ethos, yeah, of, for sure. uh, of that weekend. And each they, there's a couple of them. There's a couple other of them. I think there's one in Florida and one in like upstate New York. This is just I the south. No this is just like the mid, the middle mid east one. I did not know that. Yeah. That's cool. It's probably the best one, though, isn't it? I don't know what's considered the best one. Is maybe the, maybe the longest running. Maybe the new. Well, the one who got us. Know. So it shows how good they are. Smart. And very good. Truth be told, this is something that at least Enoch and I have sort of laughed at, but in a way that it's like so foreign and to it, our. We and not laughed at it, but laughed at the outdoor music festival vibe as a whole not nece- not necessarily this one yeah, this one just happens to be a close one and part of it is part of the joke is how um different a scene it <clears throat> is from like when I, like 99% of the shows that I've seen in my life are inside of a similarly sized rock club right with the same 15 to 20 people around me drinking the right. same beer and right. it's like so it's just like it's such a different world from what I'm used to and know about. And yeah. and yeah, just music festivals in general, there's a cliche about them that is laughable. Yes. But not necessarily. But that also doesn't for mean any they're reason not, because you wouldn't have a fucking blast. Yeah. If you were there. Yeah, exactly. Like not for any reason other <laughs> well, it's than the same thing as like a, falls yeah. into a cliche in that way. It's like I've always said I would go to a I'm sure I would have a blast at a fish show and I don't like fish at all. Yeah, you'll drop your bean, you listen to the tunes. <laughs> It's, and it's and it's not yeah it's not so much a poking fun at it's just a 
what if we like what what do you think it would be like if we like went to this kind of thing and now we're gonna go hey we're going baby and um we're gonna roll around in the dirt with the hippies um so yeah i i have then... attended i did go to merle fest a couple of years when i was in high school um and i've oh <laughs> hey let's go ahead and talk about it now for my plug in august the lsd tour yeah because it'll tie in it will tie in dwight yoakam uh jaw himself we're say, you're saying LSD in reverse order. Oh, I'll do it. Start order. L is Lucinda Williams. Uh, she on, For whatever reason, people have called her the female Bob Dylan. That's like a thing. I, I, don't, thought, I thought that was like Joni Mitchell or Joan Baez or something. So, right. I think it's, it was about <laughs> His her. literal peer. Yeah. I, I think it's because of her, like, how she's like a songwriter, songwriter. I don't... I've seen... That's a thing that people kept saying about her. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but if you don't know who Lucinda Williams is, she's amazing. Um, she's been around for a long time, but I found a mysterious why. document in the couch yeah. here at Dabby Road. Ooh. What's it say? Oh. Is it a poem? <laughs> Matt, is it poems? <laughs> okay, so the LSD tour, Lucinda Williams, Steve Earle, who we'll get to in just one moment, and then the D of LSD is Dwight Yoakam, Ja himself. I'm going to be there. Y'all should be there, too. It's going to be at Red Hat. Um, LSD, drugs, Ja, weed. I'm Welcome to the 420 episode, everybody. I'm considering getting the VIP mm-hmm. thing so I can meet, re-meet him and this time not knock his hat off and maybe oh. say something out loud. Oh. But the S of LSD, the LSD tour, is Steve Earle. Another country music uh, legend, I guess. I don't know. Is that a legend? I don't know what the word means. I'd say he's pretty legendary. Um, He's the headliner of Shikori. Yes. And I'm very excited to see him. There's probably some songs of his you've heard. Um, I mean, his my favorite record of his. He'd be the guy like, oh, his first one's my favorite one. But his first record is one of my favorite like first albums of all time, and one of my favorite records, uh, country records of that era of all time. Um, and it's every single song on that record is awesome. He gets compared a lot to Bruce Springsteen. People say like, oh, if you like Bruce Springsteen, he's like a country version of that because of the sort of uh, characters that are in his songs. I think in the uh, there's a blue collar, yeah, thing that's in there. Um, he also had a bit part on the wire. Yeah. That in a weird that and there was a song in the wire and that pushed him into a different level of people knowing who he was apparently. Because he wrote a lot of like political records in the two thousands. They got him some like a, di- a different kind Didn't of fan they all? base. <laughs> like some George W. Bush <laughs> type shit. They got him a different kind of fan base from his earlier <clears throat> like pure hillbilly country music fans. Um but it's also interesting that he and Dwight are touring together because there was a a sort of invented beef by the country music media in the so Steve Rose record came out in 86 the week before Dwight's record and then and so they were sort of like considered like rivals I guess and I don't know how this came to be known but Steve Earle as a joke wrote on a bathroom wall Dwight Yoakam eats sushi and it was intended as a burn about the like Dwight Yoakam's like it's a facade that you know his 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 whole persona. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like he eats sushi. He's not. So he's you'd be a like, phony. cowboys don't eat sushi? Yeah. Yeah, heads up, asshole. Um, like, no one's a fucking cowboy. And if they were, they would make bad songs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's show business. Also, why can't a cowboy fucking ride his horse into town and eat some fucking, eat some sushi, fucking sushi? Yeah, the whole thing. And, and he admitted was like, Steve was like, look, it's, I know it's ridiculous. I eat sushi too. But he, I guess he was like, Annoyed by the like attention, it was Dwight the sentiment, was, yeah, of the thing. I was like, it sounds, wasn't, it wasn't anti sushi. He sounds a little green in a different kind of way, mm, with envy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chiefs. Uh, he's a notoriously sober person. He had a very, very, very bad, dangerous. He was addicted to methamphetamines. 
Ooh. And it almost killed his recording career. You'll notice a gap in the 80s and 90s where records weren't coming out. And that was because he was, he'd like. He was smoking meth. Yeah, he had like lost all of his mm. money, estranged himself entirely from his family, rehab in and out, had become a full on like person to avoid. Mm-hmm. And then he managed, not managed, he got himself sober and has maintained that sobriety much to his credit. Also, his character on The Wire is a, uh, like a, um, like a sponsor for right. one of the characters. So he's sort of, but yeah, he's very much a, so is Dwight, by the way. Dwight's never had a drink in his entire life. That's another thing people think is like a, at odds with his persona because he has yeah, all those drinking I'm songs. I'm surprised. I mean, he, I mean, he's, oh, I'll I should him, say, I'll he's had like, posers. he's had like water and stuff. He's, he's like drank stuff. <laughs> but um, he just hasn't had alcohol. But, mm. Let's let's get it back. Let's to, get it back to four twenty one. Get it back to drugs and booze. Yeah, and I, I, for the listener, I don't smoke pot. Um, but uh, all the people around me at Shakuri will be. If you want to come find me in Alley, colon rolling. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I don't think anything's gonna go up my ass. But we can do that thing I like to do with the almond <laughs> butter. <laughs> oh, you know, following what he said, that got very odd. <laughs> Nothing's going on my ass. Hey, we can do that thing I like to do with the almond butter. Because now it sounds like it's going in your ass. Let's be honest. Is this like a toast vibe? I'm trying to steer it back. But now everything just sounds like it's going up your ass. So Steve Rolls with the headliner. There's a few other you've got some you got some alternative activities that you're looking into, right? Yeah. Well, in addition to dance, kind of tied in with that, they also offer yoga classes every day. I think throughout the day. I think there's like a sunrise vibe. It seems like everything in that vein of dance, yoga, uh healing through movement goes down in the dance tent. I have a question about yoga. Do do people toot all the time? <laughs> um, I guess. I mean, not. It's not a thing that you notice. Like, you don't. <laughs> it's not like you're. I think a lot of things leave or... your body. Toxins, gas. That's what I'm saying. I feel like everyone's like everyone has to be like. Oh, here it comes. You're well, twisting. They say, and... Here's a tip. Here's a pro tip: is you you shouldn't really eat like three hours prior to yoga class because your digestive system does like you're moving and twisting, twisting. <laughs> 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 uh, all these different ways. So for this nine a.m. yoga class, you're gonna you're gonna eat after. You're gonna go to yoga and then go and then do breakfast. Yeah. Oh, what's the food situation? I heard there's tons of food at Shikori. Yeah, we're going to be spreading almond butter on everything and getting fucking blazed. <laughs> Mega blazed. But what's for there's like, is there is it a food truck vibe? There's a bunch of food stalls, right? <clears throat> there's at least some vendors under tents. I don't know if there's any trucks. I, yeah, and I guess truck is, I, I meant that term as like, poor, I guess I'm saying we're talking about the same thing. Gotcha. Let's see here. There will be food. Yeah. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of it. I think it's one of their things is that people who specialize in making certain kinds of food now have a concentrated audience. So, for example, Ali, I think you will have no problem finding vegan food at Chikori. Yeah, I think it's all pretty, like, farm-fresh focused. Right? And... There are a lot of things we could do. Um, maybe day one, we do our sunrise yoga, get some breakfast, go to the... Uh, check out the fiddle banjo guitar mandolin competition... Whoa. 
hop over to the hooping Wait. workshop, hang do some Whoa. square dancing. <laughs> Double hang on. Hang on. First. Hold every phone. Hold every <laughs> Does competition mean, what, what do we think that means? Speed? Technique? Hey, we got to go to find out. We don't oh. know. I, I do want to find out. I wonder out. if it's going to be crowd response. We should record it. Oh, absolutely. We should. That's a good idea. Like, is it, I'm curious, is it going to be a pure, like, I don't even know what that means. Is it, are they building them? <laughs> that's the competition you just present a film. they give you a, a log and you have to turn it to a man you don't actually have to know how to play at all just make one <clears throat> uh, okay I'm really curious as to know what that means we'll definitely have to we'll check find that out. out and then after that was Enoch's the gonna rush over to the hooping stage hooping competition <laughs> that's what Enoch has been talking about <laughs> I didn't really I, well one my first thought was basketball and I was like okay that's not it but then, like, <laughs> that didn't why wouldn't that why mind. wouldn't that be it Enoch well, yeah. It just doesn't seem like they're going to have a dunk contest at Shikori this year. Wow, hula hooping. <laughs> a three-on-three on three tournament. Now, if there is a three-on-three three tournament, I'm going to join it. I used to go ball. Can't anymore, but I used to could. But uh, we'll check a... Okay, now I'm curious. What does hooping competition mean? It's a workshop. A workshop. A I wonder if it's building the hoops. <laughs> um, Square dancing? Probably, it's all about getting multiple hoops going. Cause I mean, any old asshole can hula what? hoop. It's can you I do can. like? Can you can you hula hoop? With a yes, of course. Of course. He Is there says. someone who can't? I don't know that I can. You can't hula hoop. I don't think so. But then it goes hours. That... It's easy. Just hours. <laughs> well, you, you know right, where to we'll find see. Enoch. I'll be we'll the, see. <laughs> the hooping workshop. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, this old thing. <laughs> two, I bring two, my three. hoop. My, my pack has got this You're big a book. circular bulge in my backpack. <laughs> You're like so, sending uh, out emails. <laughs> That's what you do when you come to the space. <laughs> There's a hook on the wall, my hoop. You're actually, yeah, you're help teaching the hooping workshop. Actually, yeah. you're master, master hooper, hoopman. All right, I'm curious. I'm gonna go check it out because I, I, I am like, when people can do like five of them, they can do it around their neck and shit. Like that's always that's always interesting to me. Uh, a couple other things that are gonna go down that weekend in the dance tent are. Oh wait, uh, square dancing. Um. Something called Zydeco dance. Mm. I don't know well, Zydeco what is a, that is. A, a very specific style of Southern Louisiana music, which is traditional Cajun music, but must have a squeeze box or accordion along with it. There's an accordion workshop. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, the so there's the headliner Steve Earl, but the host uh act or band this year is Donna the Buffalo mm-hmm. who's like super big in the I saw them at Merlefest. Yeah. When I went. And I think they're they're kind of heavily influenced they, by like, Zydeco. It? Yeah, they're they're sort of like Donna Donna the Buffalo and friends. And these are like their friends, okay, Steve Earl being sense. the headliner. And I think I think they would do that every year. Like there's someone who like is the acts as the host. Oh, okay. And they, and they have like a pretty crazy like fan base that like follows them around. They're called the herd. Yeah, so they're huge, and um, I, I, when I saw them, they were huge. And they'll be playing too, but Steve Rose booked as the headliner. Yeah, and they were the head, not maybe not the headliner, but I recall they were like the biggest show of the day. Yeah, when I was at Merle Fest, and that was years ago. Yeah. Oh, and one of them, someone who used to be in Donna Buffalo in some capacity, is now in a country band called Western Centuries <laughs> that I like a lot. Has put out two records that I like. They just put one out called uh, Dag on It. Songs from the Deluge, I believe. Um, and it's very good. You should check it out. You pick it up at a nice price. But anyway. 3106 Hillsborough Street. North Carolina. 27607. 
I only brought them up because there are a lot. There's a lot of Zydeco influence with. Her. Yeah, it's funny. They're they're in the same square as the Zydeco dance, so maybe they're playing. Well, that's the kind of perfect stuff also to have at a festival like this to me too, because. I mean, you really, literally don't can't see that kind of music, in very many places. There are not a lot of people that know how to play it. There aren't a lot of people that do play it, and there isn't such a huge audience in any one town really to have like a Zydeco band pop on through, you know what I mean? Right. So to have it like centrally located at a festival, people can come get their scratch that Zydeco itch, as they say, mm-hmm. um, makes a lot of sense because it's kind of a dying art form in a lot of places. Um, oh, and I'm noticing it pops up a couple times on the schedule. So I guess Preston Frank with Donna the Buffalo Zydeco dance. So they'll probably post up in the dance tent. Hell yeah. And... Just jam. And I won't be dancing this year. Um, as the listeners may know, I was surreptitiously filmed last time I danced. <laughs> and that was actually at a private event. That was at a wedding. And I Matt finally filmed it saw and put that it on the video, internet. by the way. It was really good. Yeah. Really I, good. You heard it here. I'm not into it. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refrain from dancing. You know, that's what I would like to do. I'm going to have to not do it so I don't get embarrassed on the internet by that. But don't be embarrassed. It was, it was my main thing. I told you my hair looked like shit. You saw it. Here we go. What about that little dis- little like baby just... rat tail that was running down the back? It was, it was fine. Well, you it just was... ha- you have that a lot, so you I didn't think anything of it. You really worried about? See, I don't like th- I don't like to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be in the dance tent. Hell yeah! I'll tell you what I'm excited for. Yeah. The bones, the bones lesson or workshop or whatever they call it. I'm excited for that too. Don Fleming, former Carolina Chocolate Drop. Mm-hmm. He will be performing. Also a solo artist now. Yeah. Yeah, he will be performing at the festival, but he's also teaching. A workshop on how to play the bones, which I guess is similar to like one might play spoons or it's a um it was so it was like a crime drama on Fox and what it was was the main character <laughs> was an archaeologist slash he's doing crime li- scene detective he's doing live commentary for the TV show Bones with David <laughs> Boreanaz yeah. correct who will be there based on the David novel Boreanaz by Kathy Wright yeah. What you know, legit? Everybody shows up. He just rolls out a projector, presses play, season one, episode one of Bones. <laughs> That'd be funny. Just being good like that. Just well, that won't be happening. He'll be playing actual Bones. Yeah, I don't know which if is these are enough. Actually, more bizarre than the thing I suggested, which is just watching. A TV I don't show. know if these are. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> What if it's whose bones are they? Yeah, I don't know if they're like I don't know if they're like rabbit like rodent bones. This is my old neighbor. He was a shut in. Got his bones. He was burned alive. Collected his bones. Now I play him. Well, if you want to find out, (laughs) burned alive. (laughs) Not a horrible death. If you want to wait and find out what kind of bones Dom (laughs) Flemings taught us how to play, tune in to the Shakori Pod. Shakori Pod. We're we're definitely going. I'm going in on the bones. I mean, I got. I, I'm going in on the bones too. I got to see what's going on. Yeah. I, I I don't know how to play any instrument. The bone might as well be the first one. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So true. And who better to show you than former Carolina Chocolate Drop Don Flemings? Another thing I did want to plug is a friend of mine, Tommy Quinn, who plays in a vacant company. Who shout out? I just worked with in the studio. Sounds like a brag more than a shout out. Let's Hang on, be 420 episode. <laughs> uh, he happens to be playing in the James Allen Odin band, which is Saturday. Oh. Do you know about that? I know about him. Yeah. It's right after the Paper Hand Puppet Intervention Parade. Which also rules. The, uh, I don't know what they do at Shikori, but the Paper Hand Puppet Intervention is like 
if you've never seen it. One of a kind. Yeah, it's these giant. These people construct these giant animal costumes, I guess, out of paper mache and different things. Like now, ironically, something I would think would be horrible to see when Mega Blaze on pot. Horrible. Well, I think. Or would... I guess no, 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 not Mega Blaze on pot. It would maybe be not a great thing on for a trip. If you if you, you if you round if you rounded a corner. <laughs> and unexpectedly saw this. A 17 foot like startle ghastly owl made but, of levels, it would be amazing. But as a parade sort of the performance is amazing. thing, it's just a spectacle and just a super rad thing to watch. I've seen it a couple times, it's very cool. Cool. Yeah, I've never seen it. I'm excited. We got a full we got a full sketch here. Yeah. So and we haven't even really gotten to many of the music. Like, yeah, we're just yeah. talking about like bone playing and <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and hooping. And seventeen feet tall bird fucking mandolin competition. <laughs> Which, by the way, is Saturday at two is the paper hand puppets. Okay. Um, Saturday. And then following yeah. that, two thirty, I think, or three at Carson's Grove is the James Allen Oden band. <clears throat> He's a flautist. A flautist, huh? Yeah, but he lives in he lives here, or oh, at least does used he to. play the bamboo flute? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that was a serious question. No, right? I, I don't know what why it got wait. me, but <laughs> yeah, he's, something about. He's a, what have we been talking about this whole time? You know, uh, what I mean? he's a larger. <laughs> he looks like a guy that would be named Odin. He's a larger man with large, long Maybe hair and a beard. Maybe seen the story. He's come to the store pretty regularly. Oh, cool. Oh, is he the guy who does like the? W- he's really wavy at shows. Probably. Like, yes. You're wave. thinking of um, car dealerships. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, yeah. he's at poorhouse a lot. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah, we should go to that. Um, what's some, what are some other music acts that we're so excited for? Big one, merge artist, Ibibio or Ibibio Sound Machine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They are an interesting juxtaposition combination of electronic music and Afro. Yeah, like electro pop and then um, Afro pop smushed. The they're from London, correct? Or the, at least the the singer is, but she is grew up in Nigeria, sings in her native language either mostly or entirely, and then uses obviously a lot of like traditional African music w- mixed with the uh, the Fela style Afro pop, but then smush that with sort of electronic pop beats and synthesizers. Sure. It and, sounds like it's gonna be a fucking. But when is that? Is that? I bet that's late at night, right? So, that'll, yeah. that'll close the night out. People are going to be freaking like out this 1130. one. Eleven thirty. We listened Saturday. to it before we started, and I was like, "Are there going to be some okay. um, some necklaces that you crack and then drink the insides?" Ah! <laughs> Yo, real talk. I told you, I, bl- I thought I blinded myself with one of those glow sticks behind the Orange County Speedway when I was a little redneck kid. Straight up, I was That's at terrifying. I was at a race, and I was I was at a race with my dad, and I was like out back like messing around, and uh. There was like one of those glow sticks, and I was like just fooling with it, like kind of absentmindedly. And I look down, I just the tiniest little slit pops in it, and it yeah. jet blasts <laughs> what I thought was like nuclear waste <laughs> into my open eyeballs. I swear to God, I was like, oh my god, like I was like, oh, and I was like, oh my god, I'm like, I remember thinking to myself, like, oh my god, I'm this a, is it, I'm eleven and I'm blind, like it's over. I remember like having a vivid, like, oh my god, I'm blind, and I like, and I couldn't see, like I was opening my eyes, like I can't see, I can't see. And I was like, and I'm like feeling my way to the bathroom, and I, I remember also being worried because the bathroom had a trough, you know, like a urine trough. Oh. 
and being like, oh, God, I don't want to touch that trough. I got to, like, get to the sink and get this, like, nuclear shit out of my eyes. Like, how do I do it? But but to, to an onlooker, you're just a kid walking around with your arms out like Frankenstein. Probably with, like, the dark shit all over my shirt. Probably my hair and stuff. Um, and I, like, work my way to the bathroom. And, like, and then it turns out, obviously, as we all know now, it's water with, like, some no, sort of coloring Non-toxic, in it. yeah. But in my mind, I thought it was, like... You know. Secret of the ooze. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. Ninja well, time adults or always warn you about that stuff. They're like, be careful around this. Say, same, hey. same with batteries, but I guess batteries have batteries. Are, will, are yeah, legit. they will kill you. Like, they'll <laughs> fuck you up. Yeah, don't squirt battery acid into your eyes. But instead of just like, <clears throat> yeah, still remember it. <laughs> so, yeah, sounds terrifying. So, yeah, I bet you do remember. <laughs> yeah, there was. Uh, there was also a, a. It was. It ended up being just a fairly simple fist fight, but a near brawl in the stands that night. When two drivers wrecked, and then wait, you mean there was almost a brawl at a uh, at a <laughs> county line raceway? Uh, Hard to believe. <laughs> um, but when the specific, well, what was fun and funny about it was two drivers wrecked, and then their families decided to like clan up and like like this all checks out. Yeah, family on family battle. I went to the county the line raceway, and, and I guess the county line would have been Wilson County, mm-hmm. and uh, a cousin of mine raced out there. I've been to the Wilson County Speedway timer too. Dirt track, baby. That's where the real shit goes down. Uh, shout out to Ryan Blaney in the Glass Case of Emotion, my favorite NASCAR-related podcast. Ryan Blaney's my favorite driver. He has a podcast. Got it. Did we miss that Kyle Petty show? We did. Fuck. We totally fucking mm. spaced on it, and we missed it. I'm sure it ripped. If any of you went to the Kyle Petty show at the Cat's Cradle back room, which is bizarre to say. Yeah. Uh, really bizarre sentence the Nice Price podcast. Hit us up, let us know how it was. Back to Shikori. Back to the 420 cast. <laughs> Matt's silent fucking weed pen. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bubbler, not anything cool. Um. But hey, also to clarify, are we gonna be are we gonna be roughing it or are we gonna be glamping? Because I'm more on the glamping side. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we should say. We don't want to specify, but I think we're not gonna be roughing it too hard, right? If I have anything to do with it, we're not going to be roughing it too hard. I need Wi-Fi access. I need uh, a shower. I need... Interesting. Because <laughs> you don't need one in Raleigh. All of a sudden, he needs a shower when he's in Interesting. What do you know? Yeah, I'm not usually rolling around in the dirt playing bones either when I'm here. Yeah. A BBO sound machine. And hey, if you heard, you heard that, listener... Crack your glow sticks open, squirt it in your eye, rub it on your body. It won't hurt you. <laughs> Look at me. Look, I'm, I'm still doing fine. He turned out. Man, but I wonder, actually, now that I think about it, I wonder if I would have turned out different if I hadn't done that. Like, maybe I've lost. I've, maybe I've, it did affect you. potential, yeah. I think I'm fine, but really, I would be like. Well, you could say that about any given event in your literally life. Literally anything, yeah. Yeah, this one's extra. If that hadn't happened, so. yeah, not every event has orange ooze in my eyes. So we're at Shikori, mm-hmm. where we've just smeared... Uh, <sighs> Get out of my, my, my sleeping tent or my bed. No, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still at a BBO sound machine. I've just smeared oh, shit. Uh, my bad. the contents of a glow stick all over my body. Yep. Had it into my eyes. Got one shot of glow stick <laughs> down the hatch. And then who knows where who knows where I'm going to end up glamping in a tent let me get on, a, in the fucking dirt. Let me get a Miller Lite <clears> and <throat> then a Jim Beam with uh, glow stick juice. Rim. <laughs> Rim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like amaretto just for the color. It's really not a bad idea. 
So that's drink glow stick juice. <laughs> Use it as a rim. Have some kind of like fun element like that. Okay. But not as a liqueur. I think it would sell. Let me see that, Allie. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we're at a Bibio. I'm there having a good time. Matt's stoned out of his gourd. Allie's got glow stick all over Allie's, his lips. Allie's a gallon <laughs> deep on white chestnut. You, you won't lose me in the middle of the night. You'll just look for an orange glow in the in the distance. In my chest here. Um, so, Matt, you'll be passed out shirtless in the ground if, that if, morning. If I'm lucky. Yeah, sunburnt all to hell. <laughs> like, ugh. Um, Your own style of yoga. <laughs> requires very little movement. <laughs> starfish style. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the star. Hey, yeah. what do you call the starfish with that, like, reflective blanket over you? <laughs> Is that a yoga thing? <laughs> Because that's what Matt's doing. <laughs> and to close it all out on Sunday. Chewed bagel next to his head. Uh, Don Flemons, as we mentioned earlier, is mm-hmm. on Sunday. And then the Grassroots All-Star Jam with Donna the Buffalo and friends. So, if, I mean, if you're there, if you've stuck it out through Sunday, why not see Donna the Buffalo? She's a big deal. And that also, that, sort of, big deal. that jam thing is a thing that I think uh, is very cool and underrated about these festivals and why... The wait a minute. The counter. It's five o'clock everywhere. There's that song you love. There's that song you love. That's the counter to the when we talk about how all the shows that we tend to go to are in club rock shows. Um, this this is the sort of like the reason you go to festivals like this is performances in this vibe where it's like oh, they're never going to do this again. This isn't a tour. This isn't a set list. It's this sort of unique live experience that. If you're into that, that's what people seek out, is sure. these, these jam sessions, sesh. Are you going to be played on the on the Don of the Buffalo Jam? If I'm invited. <laughs> I mean, I get if you're asking if I'll get on stage with Don of the Buffalo and play the bone, then yes. Sounds if like I'm asking whether or not they'll ask me, I don't believe so, no. Got it. I mean, hey. at that point, I'll be one day deep in my, my career as a bonist. <laughs> and, a boner? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys need any boners later uh, for that jam, yeah, see how that goes over. Yeah. You're, you're walking around to the tents, people's different campsites. You don't need any boners. Listen, just throwing it out there. If you need a boner for the jam later, hey, if you want to come over to my table, we're doing a live podcast. Let's just say I went to a workshop earlier. Pretty, I have a boner. I got a podcast. Boner. You want to check it out? It feels sophomoric. But the main thing is uh, check out Shakori. Mm-hmm. It's May third. Through the 6th. Through the 6th. Thursday through Sunday. We're going to be there. Just Thank you to Shikori for even... Our first ever sponsor. First sponsor. Jokes aside. All these other people want to talk about it. Oh, I love the pod. Oh, you're so great. You're so smart and funny. You never mess up. They tell me that shit all the time. But you know what they don't do is sponsor us like Shikori did. Yeah. Shout out to so, Shikori, specifically Sarah Cullen, who's in charge of the media and like the social media presence and the, all that. Yeah. Shout out. I don't want to... So, ShakoriHillsGrassroots.org is the site. You go there, you can find all the information about getting your tickets. Because I believe there may be different for you know camping and <clears> shows and blah, blah blah. But as we always say, don't talk about it, be about it. If you're gonna go, just go. Get the full pass. Go Thursday, camp out all weekend. Go to all the different like. Look, let's be real. I'm not gonna go to yoga because I can't do that. But this is the l- most likely I'll have ever been in my entire life to going to a yoga class. 
and certainly as close as I've ever been to a bone class or a hooping exhibition. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like these, like, uh, like if I can do it, y'all can do it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like get into it. It's going to be fun. And, um, these are the things that stood out to us. There's like a oh, hundred, there's like, there's like a hundred other things. Dozens and yeah. dozens of other things we haven't touched on. Yeah. Um, which is why we now we may not be asked back next year. Steve Earle, let's go through our our top. Steve Earle is a list. must for me, and for I think for anybody who cares about country music, even at, at even a tiny little bit, um, a Steve Earle show. If you're anywhere near it, you should go check it out. Steve Earle, a Bibio Sound Machine, a Bibio Sound Machine. I think judging from how, like the recorded material is like like very vibrant. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a fucking blast. Exactly. So live, I can only, I can't, I cannot imagine. And I'm very excited to see what it's gonna be like live. Uh, Don Flemons. Don Flemons. Who else do we oh, want to see? We haven't mentioned Chicano Batman. Chicano Batman, Enoch's favorite. I don't know anything about them. They are a band that does the, um, the uh, like retro. Mm, don't use that word. <clears throat> Soulful. So like. Yeah, I don't know anything about them, but I sort of psychedelic, can, I sort of get it. influenced <laughs> stuff, um, but with a the the sort of uh, tropicalia, and um, they the Central and South American twist on this sort of um, psychedelic and not classic rock, but in that vein of like seventies rock influenced kind of stuff. Like it's groovier than the average thing, and sonically they certainly do the. Uh, I just read that Jack White took them on tour. He did. He co-signed That's a big for them. Deal. He's real famous. Um, we saw the record of the story. Um, they, they're headlining. I'm very curious to see them. And people I bet seem to be really excited about the rowdown. Yeah, and live again. This is the sort of thing that we just said the same thing about Abibio. Like you hear the thing, you know, you get a vibe, but then you really want to see what it's going to be like live. It's going to be a party town. Yeah. And uh, Matt, I mean, you'll have dropped your bean by then. Hell, what night is it? Let's see. Chicano Batman. Oh. <laughs> they play on. It's after the dunk competition. If that sounds like your vibe, everything Enoch just said, they play on Friday night, 7 o'clock. Be there or be a square. Right before Steve Earl, same stage. Oh, perfect. What's the stage called? The Meadow Stage. Meadow Stage. That's the biggest. That's like the really big. Uh, Kind of like central field. Okay, so you say that. Uh, Allie has been to Shikori before. Yeah. Whoa, bury the lead. Arr. What the hell? The whole yeah. time? <laughs> the whole time? I'm talking on my ass like, what's it going to be like? What's this going to be like? What's that going to be like? You could have just told me? Well, not, I mean, I was. So drunk you don't remember? There was. Uh, <laughs> I might have saw a 17 foot tall my, paper mache bird. This was my wild But paper hand, paper hand puppet wasn't there this year, that year. I don't know why. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I somehow did manage to miss that. But uh, yeah, back when I worked at UNC Asheville's radio station, we got passes. Brag. And I experienced Shikori. It was fun. I camped. I didn't glamp. I camped. Brag. And, uh, but, that, but she meant to brag, but that's not a brag. I, saw, I watched a guy. He he came over. You know, Shikori, it really is that community environment. So people are just walking into your campsite and like saying, hey, popping in. Want to know what you're up to? Have you know? Have a talk. And one guy came over, and I he didn't really have much to say, but he picked up a leaf and just like looked at it for a while, and then I watched him lick it and put it back down. And then he placed it on his knee and lit it on fire. 
<laughs> and the swelling went down. Yeah, and asked if, hey, do you know my stepson Enoch? <laughs> Wait, he just licked the leaf. Yeah, he's he well, for just, the it was like Oh, they call quick. him they call him Leaf Licker Larry. <laughs> Real staple every year at the Shakori Grassroot. Does he have a workshop how to lick leaves? Yeah. Was there like which uh, leaves the right lick? Way. Which, not, which leaves not to lick? <laughs> was there a bit of a wadded up bit of gum on it? Uh, it was a normal leaf. Just a regular leaf laying on the ground like and he picked it up, looked at it for a while, and then gave it a real quick lick and put it back. <laughs> One of them quick licks. <laughs> and, and it was like, he he must have felt that my eyes were on him because it w- he kind of seemed like he knew someone was watching him. That's why it was such a quick lick. Like, <laughs> okay, I, I have a real, an, an actual question about the lick. So... <laughs> What, did he hold it? Okay, for the listener, did he hold it with his the leaf in between his thumb and forefinger <laughs> pinched like this? No, it was in the palm. In the palm, spread. and did, and did he press? Did he use the pressure of his palm on the top of it to hold it <laughs> firm against his tongue? He did a kind of a dip down, like a cat in a water bowl and thing. It, oh, okay, cat in water bowl, and just like, a, like uh, yeah. Did it stick to his tongue? Sometimes that's all you it. need if you're le- licking a leaf. <laughs> I mean, I've never licked a leaf. I can't say. <laughs> Did, did it Let's stick to his tongue it. for a second, or did he just like? Ah. No, it, no, it didn't stick. What did he say afterwards? He did, he was quiet the whole time. He really didn't say anything. What did you say? You said, "Hey, did you look, look that leaf, bud?" <laughs> she didn't <laughs> have to ask that. She saw I him. I saw it. <laughs> you say, "Hey, why'd you look that?" And leaf, he was bud? clearly like a little insecure about it. Like, but he did it in front of he a group didn't of strangers. Want, he didn't want people to know, but I guess he must have really needed to lick it. If I'm a leaf licker <laughs> behind a locked door, not in front of a person, I just walked up to to ask how they're doing. <laughs> He wanted you to talk about this lick the leaf. <laughs> All right. Well, if we see him again, if he, comes him. Over, if he comes up to our glamping site, we'll get some deets and we'll report back. But Take the glamping expectation down a notch. I don't know how. Let's let's wait and see how that pans out. All right. We Either might way, I'm glamping. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take my tent, throw it away after each day, get a whole new one. I have been to Shikori <laughs> one time and it was for just like one hour, one day. Uh, I don't think that counts as going to. Shikori. Well, I've well, I've been to Shikori Hills. Okay, during the festival, got it. Uh, it was in the afternoon one day. City Torre, like a yeah African guitar fucking ripper, whose new record just came out. You can get it at Nice Price Books. And yeah, Records. and we me thirty one oh six Hillsborough Street, really North Carolina two seven six oh seven. Me and Ben Clack shout out went to go see him. We just bought like the day like whatever cheapest day version of a ticket would be because so we wanted to see him. And I guess my point in saying that is, is, like, I think a lot of what we're saying makes it out to be this, like, hippy-dippy jam fest, which isn't our vibe either. But there are, like, City Torre's records come out on Drag City. Like, there are, like, cool, weird, quote-unquote, hip things that are, yeah. are buried underneath what you might think is, like, new-agey and corny and, like, not your scene. Yeah, what they're into, <laughs> I think, is... The actual term is probably folk music, but not what has now been co-opted as folk music, which means a specific genre. But the idea of the music of a region, mm-hmm. of grassroots, kind. I think exactly. Like yeah, there you go, grassroots. So, like the music of an area, we want to expose people to as many different kinds of music from diff- as many different areas as possible. Yeah. So that's why you know, Exotico and things like this, it's like worldly, worldly, like, and still kind of down home. Right. The way we view. Um, you know, Senegalese guitar music is just as insane. I would rather go to something like this than, than like 100 indie rock fucking bands, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not just... Yeah. So don't listen to any other episode about this, from this podcast where we talk about indie rock music a lot. We don't only talk about indie rock. Independent rock and roll. Um, 
I mean, we are also the only independent rock and roll talking podcast in the in the triangle of Torth and Flip. Keep that in mind. But you, no one needs yeah. 100 indie rock bands in one festival. They don't, no. 100 of them? No. You just need one. <laughs> and I guess so. <laughs> Check out the Pavement Enslavement if you haven't already. Yeah, they talk about the only the only indie rock band that they care about, Weezer, on the most recent episode. What's that? Walt had never What's heard the guy's f- name? Or, uh, Stern. Uh, huh? He had never heard fucking Pinkerton. And the way he decided to listen to it is as the bed music of their podcast in the background while they talked about it. Really? You heard that? <laughs> Allie's calling you a fucking liar. Says you heard Pinkerton already. Meet us at Shakori for the showdown. <laughs> yes. Yeah, at, the at, at dusk. stage. <laughs> yeah, you probably can't because they didn't sponsor your podcast. But if they had, you'd, you'd be there. We'll meet you at dusk after yoga. <laughs> Fuck face. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. High noon. High noon. After the hooping. <laughs> after hooping. I'll punch your face in. Let's rein this in. Does anyone have any plugs other than Shikori? Shikori, baby. Shikori or die. Uh, 420. You're probably at Golden Corral, earbuds in, stuffing your face, mega blazed, listening to this podcast. And then tomorrow, what are, what are we going to be doing? When we come down, hopefully we never do, but... Oh, it's record store day. Whew. Any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, there's some cool, there, there's some stuff coming out this year that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, we... The I have nothing but good things to say about Carrie and Record Store Day, the institution, the people that who run it, who started it, who are actually from Raleigh or live in Raleigh or lived in Raleigh. She still lives here. She's great. Um, the idea of hey, go to record stores. Here's some stuff that you can only get there to force you to get in that front door to meet <clears> those <throat> people and talk to those people is an entirely positive, awesome, good thing. Some of the, the like a lot of good things though. There are some yuckier uh, <laughs> aspects of it, most beyond everyone's control. Basically, the uh, flippers, as they call them, these people, oh, the flippers, the flippers. So that you know the the schmo who's front in line, who you only see once a year, who comes in and buys one of everything and leaves and puts it on eBay. We have no control over that. Uh, Register Day has no control over that. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, th- these aspects of these things that we. It's tricky because the reason we got into this business is to not deal with that in this capitalistic aspect. We're about the tunes and we're, you know, talking to people is the only thing I really want to do in my life. And so I found a job I could do. And, but, um, but the idea of making, so there's some releases that every year get it. Like this is a thing that would be buried in the mix or would be lost and no one would order it or would find it any other time of the year. But you, you put it on this day and it kind of creates this, add some, um, it it, uh, it it does add something to it and about it being able to be it makes people more aware of that release particularly when it's on the record store day list and um and that leads to some stuff coming out that normally wouldn't maybe or wouldn't be able to like oh shit should i make this i don't know if people want it but okay we'll do this limited thing and i, and I get into that and so um one thing that's here that, that i think is cool is the johnny cash live at Folsom prison complete complete set so the the iconic live at Folsom Prison that we all know is a compilation really of two concerts back to back that he recorded at the prison. There was actually him, the Statler brothers, his wife June Carter Cash, and they he played a million songs and some of them made the, the records, some of them didn't, and 
blah, blah, blah. Well, they've now got the entire thing, which includes the Statler Brothers. You get to hear the introductions from the, the prison warden. You get to hear, like, it's the full recording concert of every single thing of those two days if you wanted to hear that entire historical sort of event. Things like that, I think, are a cool thing that maybe would sort of go unnoticed any other day of the year. You put it on Record Store Day and some other people might find it and think it's a cool thing. Maybe this is for a different pod, but <clears throat> I don't think that would go unnoticed. People want to buy that. That's true. No matter what day. Well, I mean... Not just to be argumentative. I just no, meant no, like the, while it, talking about such a day. No, it's not. Weird. Yeah, and I think things like... Um, okay, so another example of thing I think is cool is the Kevin Morby and Wahahachi. They combined to do a... Uh, <laughs> A a seven inch where they covered. You two, might call him Waxahachie. We call him Wahahachie. Um, they covered two different Jason Molina songs for a seven inch, which is like you can hear on Spotify right now. You can you can hear the songs anytime you want to. The seven inch is coming out of record store day, and it's just sort of like <laughs> that sounds like a, don't go buy that. Hey, don't go to our stupid ass store and buy our stupid records. Um, go to Spotify.com and if you them. miss it, if you miss it in the long ass line. Right, so, and I will say for any of the listeners, uh, we do not have a long ass line. We have a pretty short line. We don't do a ton of the record store day exclusives, to be honest. Um, we order the stuff we want to get, and there is always cool stuff that comes out. And um, and the again, the idea and the intention behind it is one hundred percent positive and good of getting people to find your store and know you exist, and getting records and perhaps getting them into buying more records. You know that 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 vibe I try to 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 promote and um. And I think that's at the heart of Record Store Day. And whether some people have missed the point and taken it to another direction is, is one thing. But yeah, that's um, that's outside of the people who started its hands. Like they didn't. Yeah, yeah. First, and, first of all, this started a long time ago before records were as were back in quote unquote as much as they are now, especially. Yeah. So I like a lot of things. It's like it might have started as this nice thing, but now it's. Yeah, and 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 there's it's always going to be exploded into this fucking every year. There's people who make fun of certain releases. Like, can you believe they're putting this thing out? It's like, well, then don't buy it or don't order it. Like, that's got nothing. You can do that any week. And honestly, we have like a short line, and the rush is over pretty early, and then we're just hanging the rest of the day. So I can come check it out. We'll be there. Maybe we'll live pod that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, everyone will be grumpy. I think only because it's a busy day. Yeah. <laughs> They won't, everyone won't be on there like yeah. if everyone will just be in work mode. No, I'm pretty I won't even be there. Neither will I. What am I saying? I don't work there anymore. I work sometimes. Everyone every now and then. He's out of the bullpen. Hey, whenever hey, I'll plug that next time. Next time I have a shift, I'll plug it here. You hear her first. <laughs> <laughs> Come chat with me. I'll show you where the herp Alfred section is. Yeah. It's up his ass. Yep. <laughs> spoiler up me ass. <laughs> spoiler alert! It's in my ass. It's a hell of a spoiler. All right, folks. Um, so now you're gonna hear a Shakori song. Mm-hmm. We go on Steve Earle or in Bibio Sound Machine. I think we do a twofer. You're hearing both. I think we start with Chicano Ooh. Batman. Ooh. Or what'd you say? A Bibio. A Bibio. Let's do a, a threefer. Threefer. Fuck it. Sure. We'll do a, a we'll do Chicano to a Bibio and then we'll end with Steve Earle because I think that's one pe- people have most likely heard the most of. Sure. Yeah. And they'll be more interested in hearing the ones that maybe haven't heard so far. Yeah. Um. Thanks again to Shikori for Big having thanks. us. Biggest thanks. Thank you. Um. It's very cool. I'm excited. And I'm very excited. And this has gone from that could be a cool thing to legit excitement. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is gonna rule. And yeah. And and. I'm playing the bones, Look, motherfuckers. They're a grassroots <laughs> festival. We're a grassroots podcast. This is a grass cast. See, I quit. Pot thing. I'm out of here. I made a pot, pot, pot joke. 
Um, oh, grass cat. Welcome to the grass cat. I'm back in. I'm, I'm rejoining. <laughs> I'm back in, baby. <laughs> You're back. You reeled me back in. Uh, so, yeah, go check it out. Uh, Shakori Hills. Oh, you know I'm back in. <laughs> there it is. There's the green For light. For the listener, he's doing that thing where it looks like you're pinching something, but it's really a joint in your hand. <clears throat> um, that's what he's doing. So, yeah, shakorihillsgrassroots.org. That'll get you to anything, any information you need to know, getting any kind of pass you want to know. The schedule's up there, so if you want a single-day pass or whatever, you can find out which day to go. If you want to do the whole thing, which you should do, you know what I'm saying? Just don't talk about it. Be about it. Go do the whole thing. Camp out. Meet some new friends. There'll be leaf lickers. It'll be great. Go to all the different exhibitions and competitions. And, and, the, and they're and they're things. constantly doing like little like I think they call them hideaway giveaways. Where I know they're doing one in Wilmington and then Chapel Hill. They like hide tickets because some of these tickets are like hundreds of. God, dollars. I hope they're not in your ass. They uh, they'll give you like clues or hints as to where they'll be in town, like a little public place in town, and they'll hide tickets. And so fo- find them on social on Twitter and Instagram. Shakori Hills Grassroots is their Instagram name. Okay, follow they have that Instagram. Pretty active uh, social media presence. And then, oh my gosh! Cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I try. We'll do shout some, out to that. We'll do some live vids. True. From, from there. And uh, but it'll be in the, it'll be in the feed, not the story. For sure. Until then, you'll hear us next week. Still promoting this. <laughs> and, and some records. And some. It'll be back to a normal format. And then uh, otherwise, we'll see you at Shakori, baby. Happy 420. Blaze it. Job bless. Nobody likes you, nobody cares. Nobody wants you, nobody cares. To extend a greeting, a connecting lens. Life is just a jaded game to them They will give it a chance But you know when I know That the galaxies are all around us And life will flow on As long as the grass grows and the water runs Sun rays from the sun And why
it's gonna be. Freedom is Thank you.
take it from me It's living on the highway Ain't everything supposed to be Everybody reckons that they wanna be free Ain't nobody wants to be alone Stumbling in the alley at a quarter to three Hollering for Sally, honey, what you trying to do to me? Told me go to hell, I'm going back to Tennessee I said, Angel, you can never go home Never go home Never go home If you want to be an outlaw, you can never go home So if you want to be an outlaw, better listen up, kid Steal a million dollars and you have to keep it here Ain't no place to spend it in the desert if you did And you can't take it with you when you go Always something laying for you up around the bed Everything that goes around comes back around again You can't trust anybody, not a lover or a friend Your mama maybe, then you never know Never do So you say you wanna be an outlaw 